the Public News Service Doe Newscast, December the 27th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. The number of folks in Ohio living with kidney disease has jumped by 60%, and arthritis, diabetes, and other chronic conditions are on the rise. That's according to the latest report from the United Health Foundation. Ohio State University College of Public Health professor Dr. Teresa Long explains living with chronic diseases can isolate individuals, worsening outcomes, and triggering a vicious cycle. She adds it's important to strengthen community networks and incorporate small health-forward changes into daily life. Choosing to take a walk to get the newspaper or to the mailbox, walk the block in the neighborhood, walk with others. The more that we can build in social connectivity, the better it is for, again, the individual and all of those who are connected to that person. Nationwide, the report says more than 29 million adults now live with three or more chronic conditions and face burdens in terms of health care costs and quality of life. At the same time, the report found the nation's supply of primary care professionals declined by 13% between this year and last. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Meantime, a significant winter storm pummeling the northeast plains, unleashing heavy snow, dangerous icing, and a relentless biting wind that is reducing visibilities and bringing whiteout conditions. The Washington Post reports the storm comes amid one of the busiest travel stretches of the year, when nearly a third of Americans expected to journey at least 50 miles to return home from the Christmas holiday. Blizzard warnings remain in effect from northeast Colorado and northwest Kansas all the way to South Dakota. Ice storm warnings also blanket eastern North Dakota. And at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, people in Illinois will see more than 300 new laws take effect, with changes that impact the state's health care, public safety, and employment sectors. The Paid Leave for All Workers Act will require most employers to provide their workers with at least 40 hours of annual paid leave. And minimum wages will increase from $13 to $14 per hour. Illinois Legal Aid Online offers online support for some of the state's underserved residents. Executive Director Terry Ross understands many will want to know how the new laws affect them. We take the legislation, which is often difficult to read, and somewhat opaque, and we translate that into a plain language explanation and in some cases into some tools that people can use to assert their rights and to understand their rights. Under a new telehealth services law, Illinois mental health and substance use patients will continue to receive telehealth coverage. I'm Terry D. reporting. This is Public News Service. Next, a new report by the United Health Foundation shows some good news in Maryland, along with concerning trends in some chronic conditions. The America's Health Rankings report found the state ranked 11th overall, with positive notes including Marylanders having a low incidence of adults with multiple chronic conditions. But overall, the report found the number of Americans dealing with chronic conditions has increased, and eight conditions, including things such as diabetes, cancer, cardiovascular diseases, COPD, and chronic kidney disease, reached their highest levels since the foundation began tracking them. Dr. Marie Kanegi-McLeese at the University of Maryland Upper Chesapeake Medical Center sees the maintenance of chronic conditions as an expense 
expensive way to approach the problem. When we look at how much money the United States spends on health care, we're looking at about $4 trillion a year. And it's estimated that about 90% of these health care costs are going towards management of chronic conditions. And so this is critically important for our medical system as a whole right now. She says the prevention and treatment of chronic diseases through changes in lifestyle would go a long way to reducing costs associated with disease management. Brett Pivato reporting. And despite extensive opposition, the Virginia Reliability Project is moving forward. This month, the state's Marine Resources Commission issued a wetlands permit for the project, although 175 Virginia residents submitted comments, all in opposition. The VRP calls for constructing compressor stations and expanding a gas line that's been operating since the 1950s with a larger diameter pipeline. But Ann Haverman with the Chesapeake Climate Action Network says the project doesn't line up with Virginia's climate goals, and a Federal Energy Regulatory Commission report appears to confirm that. In the final environmental impact statement that FERC has to issue, It clearly said this project will increase Virginia's climate emissions by 2%. She adds legal action is being considered to halt the project. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. Petersburg is ranked as the least healthy area in the state on the University of Wisconsin's county health rankings and roadmaps. Finally, portions of three Washington rivers, the Cascade, the Green, and Napica, now have an extra layer of protection thanks to a special designation from the Washington State Department of Ecology. Chris Kubelik became the first kayaker ever to descend the remote Napakia, but he had to carry his kayak seven miles over a 6,400-foot pass just to get there. You get into that valley and it feels like you have gone way back in time to before industrial and commercial humans were affecting the landscape here so much. That designation comes after two years of input from the public, tribes, nonprofits, and government agencies, and does not affect private land or state timberlands. This is by Clifford for Public News Service. Member list is supported. Here are some radio stations, big and small. Your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.